0: We are back with um Senator Bill Igle. He's running for governor here of this great state. Of Missouri, and so um, we got him in studio here. It's good to have you here with your big entourage. Uh, Money Mayweather got nothing on you. Oh, No, he looks like it looks like the Trump entourage. They coming came in. rolling in, the man. Trump. It's uh, so it's early. It is it's early. early. So. The sun hasn't even come up yet. So tell us what you got for today. What's what, where are you going to be at today?
1: we we are we got to drive back to St. Louis today, but uh, I, we have a series of appointments. We're we're actually doing a lot of radio this morning. Okay. So, uh we're yeah. gonna it's it's a busy day, but we'll be driving back to St. Louis. We've got a couple events there uh and then let's see I, I haven't even looked at the calendar for tomorrow my staff doesn't even I let you. me touch the, the schedule anymore <laughs> that's because probably best. i'll mess it up it's that's best probably best. That, so yeah. it's, it's going to be great
0: so we have a crowded field running for governor what sets
1: you apart uh well because they're the swamp and i'm not and, and, what, and what i what i mean when i say that is that i would make the case that both mike kehoe and jay ashcroft are going to continue the path that the state is currently on which is a path of stagnation and falling behind other states. I mean, look at Mike Eho. He, he stands for higher taxes. He wants to raise your gas taxes. He wants to raise it and a lot of others' taxes and keeps spending increasing amounts of record amounts of, of your tax dollars in Jefferson City on the, all the special interests that are turning around and endorsing him in this race. That's the swamp. Uh, Jay Ashcroft uh, has come out uh, very weakly against uh, a full ban of people of foreign entities buying Farmland and other types of land in this in this state, uh, and he also wants to protect the machines that pretty much nobody trusts uh, running our elections right now. So both of those are kind of the, the pro swamp candidates. I'm the reformer. I'm the guy that's going to come in there and say, hey, we're spending so much money down at, at the in the state capital that if we would stop doing that, that we would have room to do whether it's cutting personal property taxes. I know we're going to do that, or I know we're going to talk about that, or we're going to cut income taxes, and we're really going to unleash the economic opportunity and potential that we have in this state, so that Missouri can be become a leader in this country and not just have to look at the other big red states for all the cool things that we keep promising uh, in campaign season
0: okay so you know I, I think this is a segue right into it because we chris you know we've had people on the show that um are, are pro not not necessarily pro but we're sitting here saying hey we're interested in hearing it tickles our ears when you say let's cut these you know the um the income tax the state stuff but how are you going to fund the the services i'm on the school board you know, we have people that are county commissioners that are here. They're saying, how are we going to give our services if you're cutting the taxes?
1: Mm-hmm. So, uh, first of all, let me take a step back. And when we talk about whether or not we want to have personal property taxes, state, the discussion about getting rid of personal property taxes, not a discussion about whether or not we believe that there are certain local services that pretty much every reasonable, rational person wants to see happen, fire departments, police mm-hmm. departments, uh, schools. Uh, it's a discussion of whether or not, Funding those services by charging working and middle-income class household rent just for the crime of owning a car every December 1st is the right way to do it. So if you look at the other states in this country, most states have actually gotten away from charging people rent on their car and they fund, uh, those local services through a, a different, you know, different mechanisms could be re- real estate taxes, could be sales taxes. And if you look at Missouri in particular, the tax burden that Missourians are paying both at the local level and the state level is more than it's ever been before. We, we've never had more money adjusted for inflation going to our schools going to Jefferson City. And and look at some of the outcomes. I mean, we just got back from a report uh, during the break that says the Springfield Public Schools won't even allow the Constitution to be distributed uh, at local school board meetings because they don't endorse the material. Yeah. I mean, that's the silliness yeah, that we're yeah. getting for the result of spending all of this money. So, you know, what would we replace the money with? Well, how about the billions of dollars that are, are currently being uh, collected from uh, real estate property? What about the tens of billions of dollars that are being collected at the state level and are being wasted on pork barrel spending projects all over the state you know maybe instead of spending 50 million dollars on private stadiums uh and a new parking lot for the women's soccer team in kansas city
0: maybe we ought to get
1: rid of personal property
0: well but senator i want to ask you this though so you know give me an example of a state that you're looking at you're like because like so example florida they obviously don't have it but they have the tourism like what's the state that we would model our plan after
1: how about Tennessee? So Tennessee, uh, the demographics are very close to the state of Missouri. They don't have personal property tax, they don't have income tax, and they have a cap on sales tax. So they're able, now the biggest part of this equation, and, and to use Florida as an example, or Tennessee as an example, we're spending at the state level, we're spending twice per citizen. What the state of Florida is spending? I mean, think about that for a second. I mean, does anybody believe that we have a more elderly population than the state of Florida? We don't. No. 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 (laughs) So, so really, we don't have a revenue problem in the state, and that's 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 the problem. All the folks that are coming on to, whether okay. it's this show or anybody else saying, man, we can't get rid of personal property tax. They believe that we have a revenue problem if we suddenly get one of these, rid of one of these tax streams. I am making the case. I'm the only one making the case as it relates to the gubernatorial race that we don't have a revenue problem. It's not that the taxpayer isn't giving enough cash. You're saying the so money's there. The money is we there. We have a spending okay. problem. That, okay, that's, my, that's my take.
2: Okay. So, so right now, the way that it works is that, no, I want to be, two questions here. First of all, are we talking about personal property tax? or real estate property tax
1: so i think the conversation we're on right now is personal property okay tax. so we're even. real there
2: estate is one for regular property okay well there, there, okay so that that clears up a little bit and because... personal property are you talking
0: about for the elderly because that's where we're at right now aren't we like, no the, well, that's real estate well yeah, the
2: real estate for the elderly yeah yeah that's that's that frozen thing which is yeah, a whole, whole other conversation but i mean what he's talking about is that when you if you if you rent right. if you rent you don't own a house you then you pay. just pay on your car each year or if you own an atv or, right. or something like that so right. you're talking about right now that gets eliminated. Correct. That's step number one. That's step number one. Okay, well, that's a smaller amount. That's a smaller amount because real estate property tax... Is a big chunk of the funding mechanisms for schools, school districts, yeah. for fire districts, for those kind of things. So that's a totally different conversation. But so you're now, saying both, though, right? It, you would not eventually get rid of both. So, that so I, think
1: I think there's two conversations there. First of all, let me let me give a disclaimer. I've never met a tax that I wouldn't cut. Okay. attack yeah. right, out <laughs> there. As yeah. a person, you're you're like, saying, Please Please, yes, I'll cut that. I'm tax. listening. You got so, my my earphones on, man. So let me let me let me let me try to go run through this. First, let me let me go with personal property tax. The value of every personal property tax for every citizen and every business in every county of the state is about one point seven billion. One point seven billion in total. Um the the growth in revenue that we had in state revenues in Jefferson City last year, just the growth for last year, was two billion dollars. Just the growth. So I would make the case that relatively easily we could move away from personal property tax relatively quickly. Uh, whether that is a common, whether that we just cut it Uh, you know, you know, cut, just chop off a piece of it and then refund it with some of the growth that we're seeing in Jefferson City. Whatever that car formula looks like, we can get rid of personal property tax really quickly. Now. Oh, go ahead no go ahead Sorry. go ahead Sorry. so then there's a conversation i think about uh real estate taxes because real estate taxes assessments have been going so you know, have been skyrocketing i mean in kansas mm-hmm. city where i was over the weekend mm-hmm. uh they they're seeing their assessments go up 35 percent on residential properties they're seeing their commercial assessments go up 25 percent it's the same it's not quite as high in springfield but it's it's going up all over the state so i think we need to have a discussion of how, how do we bring that tax burden down as well well Texas actually gave Texas actually did this uh, just a few weeks ago they passed one of the largest property regular property tax cuts in state history and I think in American history uh, by by calling in the legislature and setting aside future state revenues to alleviate and reimburse local areas for a reduced property tax burden at the local level. They did that. So it can be done. And what we need to under, we need this whole paradigm shift, I think of the term is, in Missouri politics, that the problem is not but there isn't enough money. The problem is that we waste so much money that we, we aren't doing these things. And the reason we're not doing these things is because there's a status quo in Jefferson City that is telling everyone in the state that we can't do that. I mean, that's that, you want to know how somebody come You know, you're talking to somebody from Jefferson City is if you're like, hey, let's get rid of the machines. We can't do that. Hey, let's get rid of personal properties. We can't do that. Jefferson City is full of these people. Mike Kehoe is one of those people. Jay Ashcroft's one of those people. They're the ones saying, hey, you know, they can't even imagine the Missouri that I'm talking about that's actually going to start growing and leading this country. And the only thing that we have to break are these false narratives that the swamp, who's benefiting from all of this money being spent at the local level and at the, at the state level, if we break these narratives and people come to the real, I mean, people are already feeling it. Everybody in this room right now knows that you're giving more to government than you ever have before yeah, right true. everybody knows that so we just need a reformer a a a champion to go down there and instead of worrying about how government's going to get more cash they're going to worry about how people are going to keep more of their money so so here's
2: the here's the pushback that I'm going to see on it for you okay, okay? cuz by the way i love big audacious goals i love them i love when people set big goals and then when people laugh at them and then they go out and accomplish that mm-hmm. it, it, that's where that's what america was built on mm-hmm. would you agree with that right. okay great so here's the pushback. So so here's what you're going to find and and I I think it's just going to as you move forward with your campaign if this is your big audacious goal, right, then then you're going to have to come up with a solution because the money doesn't go to the state. The money comes into the county, and then the county disperses it to their taxing districts. Like, for example, uh, Commissioner Bob Dixon said they have 41 taxing districts right here uh, based on personal property tax and real estate tax. That so They're distributing those funds to Willard Fire District, to Battlefield Fire Protection District, to, you know, Ashgrove, you know, public school district, right? So, my question to you is, is that that, that's, you don't have to have, you don't have to answer today. Cause I know you're going to be back on the show. I just want to know down the road. I think you're going to have to, you're going to have to address that, that now you're saying, okay, we're going to eliminate it. But the counties are, and, and the school, the, the school boards and the superintendents and the fire chiefs, they're all going to be sitting there going, okay, great. But, but this money never went to the state. It went straight from the county, county to the taxing districts.
1: Well, I mean, the local counties are, are, are taking all sorts of money from the state right now already. I mean, they're taking money for schools. They're taking money for uh, infrastructure projects. They're taking money for uh, police. They're taking they're they're taking money for their sheriffs. They're taking money for all sorts of things right now. So uh, I'm confident that uh, if the state uh, were assisting with a few additional things, that gosh, I, I'm I'm really confident that the local counties would find a way to spend it on the things that they think they need to be spent on. So I, I'm not worried about that at all. I'm worried about the fact that you know we had in this year's budget. We had $10 billion of new decision items in this year's budget, $10 billion, new decision items. So new projects, new spending uh, priorities that could, had we decided not to spend all and waste, in my in my opinion, waste all this money, what could we have done with $10 billion? Well, yeah. we, certainly we could have gotten rid of personal property tax, but you know what's crazy? For $10 billion, just so you know, that we could have gotten rid of not just personal property tax, but we could have gotten rid of, real estate tax proper real estate taxes for every citizen in the state for that much money that's how much money we're wasting in jefferson city and i just think we can do a lot better
0: well senator igle i mean i i think we all love the to, to hear cutting taxes that that tickles my ear i'll tell you that and i'm open to ideas that's why i love talking with you um and i'll say this you know thanks for your ideas the you know there i'm gonna i'm gonna give you this last thing thought, and thought and we'll talk about some other time I think that the entities that are going to be affected want to be in on the discussion mm-hmm. because, you know, superintendents, um, you know, the, a lot of the commissioners, they're saying, hey, we hear about these things. I, we want to be in on the discussion. So I would just say talk to them because let's let's talk about how we can make this happen. Everybody wants taxes cut.
1: Well, I'm, I'm happy to talk to them and, and I think that, uh, you know, I've been the only person in government in Jefferson City, the only one. That is even pushing this conversation. Hey, it's right intriguing. Now. I'm not gonna that, lie, uh, and I think that uh, that reflects well for the message that I've got, and I think it reflects poorly the fact that my opponents haven't even begun to have this kind of conversation.
0: Very intriguing. So, BillEigel.com. That's where you can find him. BillEigel.com. It's always great to have you and your posse here in studio, and um, we'll be um, we're right after um, traffic with Don Luzader. We're going to discuss Matt Gates versus McCarthy. The showdown continues.